Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, a co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today on this July 4th edition of Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Uh, I got to say, I'm feeling a lot better than I did last week. Uh, thank you for all the, uh, you know, the passengers that reached out that heard about the fact that I have contracted the Corona-19 uh, virus. Um, it was, it, it, you know, I, I'm feeding off your energy and I appreciate it. I've heard from people from Alaska, uh, California, all over the country and, uh, and then beyond actually, uh, as well. So it, it's humbling that there's actually people paying attention to what we do every week and give a rat's ass about the fact that I have contracted this goofy virus. Um, the good news is the symptoms remain to be minor. I believe I'm probably over. 90% of it now. I have a little lingering cough maybe uh, here and there, but um, I'm actually hoping to get tested again in the next day or so and uh, hopefully come back with a negative result. That would be good news for us, right, Dennis? Well, you're going to have to have that if you want to go to the Bahamas. Absolutely. Hello. And, uh, you know, uh, right now, evidently, uh, you can do that if you have that negative test. So I need to go get my negative test. And I think at this point, there's a pretty good chance I'll test negative. And who knows? And maybe I'll even have the antibodies now, too, in theory. But uh, you, you don't know until you know officially. So I have to still jump through another hoop. You have to get tested. That's uh, right. Even though, in theory, you shouldn't be infected at all. Correct. Well, I haven't really left my house since March, it feels like. Well, neither had other I. Other than to go to the airport. <laughs> and I still got it. So you got to be careful. But, I mean, you you, you know, the thing is, I, I do wonder how many people have actually contracted COVID-19 and have no idea. Because I, I will tell you, Dennis, the, the reality is when I got it, I did not think it was COVID-19. Neither did the person who accidentally, you know, passed it to me. It was just one of those fluky kind of things. And um, even when we felt bad, we just felt bad for like a day. And then it just kind of ling lingered on like a you know head cold or something. But I'll tell you what, if there's COVID-19 stuff wasn't going on, I mean, I, ne I would have never went to the doctor. I would have never you know, even thought twice about it. Oh, I was just a little bug, whatever, moving on. And, and that was it. And, and you know, and I know there are a lot of people who have probably experienced that. The only reason I got tested, tested is because, you know, we knew this thing was floating out there and it was just more peace of mind. And lo and behold, I, uh, I won the COVID-19 lottery. So, uh, the one time when I win something was when I didn't want to, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I, I, I think we're going to find in a few months, a lot more people have had this, uh, virus and had no idea. Uh, that they had it and uh, hopefully, you know, they'll have the antibodies and, and, you know, maybe this herd immunity thing will kick in. I don't know. 
Uh, what do you think? Is that wishful thinking at this point? I don't know. There's a whole lot we don't know. I mean, yeah. the doctors have been, you know, f- suspecting a lot of the same things that the number of cases is probably vastly underreported, mm-hmm. which, you know, in the long term scheme of things, you know, actually may look, make the uh, disease look less harmful because there's, you know, they maybe will see that there was more people, but still it doesn't discount the fact that people are, are dying. People are, you know, being, you know, sick and taken out of work for weeks at a time. And right. You know, it just sucks. It, you know, and, it's nerve wracking. I'll tell you, when you get this, uh, you know, even though it was mild, you know, you, you're kind of thinking like, okay, uh, could I take a turn for the worst? You hear all these nightmare scenarios and that kind of thing. And, and luckily, um, you know, that hasn't been the case for me. And I feel pretty much back to normal at this point. And the people that live with me, the two other uh, family members that live with me, uh, they got tested and I was really concerned about them and they came back negative. So we dodged a bullet big time there. And so I say was, you're implementing social distancing within your own home. That's uh yeah. that says something, Greg. Well, you know, the thing is, I thought for sure if I had it, at least my wife would have picked it up, but neither her or my daughter uh got it. So I kept it to myself. Uh miraculous, you know, just miraculously. I mean, uh, I just lucked out because, you know, you know, you live with people and you're not and once again when I got sick initially, you know, I, I just like you would if you had a cold, you wouldn't want to be close to your family necessarily. You might, you know, kick it up a notch a little bit. And you know, this is floating around in the back of your mind, but you still don't think it's this. But you're, you're not like, uh, you know, banished uh, per se, especially initially until I found out a few days later when I got tested that indeed I did have it. And then, of course, we put in the more strict uh, you know, distancing here at the house. But, but the reality was that even at that point, uh, I figured, well, look, if, if they got it, they got it. You know what I mean? I mean, we didn't know, uh, that you I can't was, undo it at that point. Yeah. So. And we're like, you know, we can do what we can at this point, but chances are, if they've gotten it, they've, they've already had it or they've already been infected. And luckily, it ended up not being the case. Both of them came back negative. So, you know, knock on wood, and I'm knocking on my head for everybody paying attention right now. They were not. And so uh, that's a good sign. And uh, and once again, thanks to everybody throwing out their concerns from last week when I shared this story and all that stuff. It, it is, it's nice. I, I appreciate it. But I'll be fine. And just think about the people that are being affected, uh, you know, affected a lot worse than I am. So uh, moving on, hopefully next week I'll be able to report back that I'm officially negative. Right now I just kind of feel negative. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, we'll go with that for now and, and take that as a win. Uh, but have you already made plans to get your test? Or are you going to wait and schedule a trip down to uh, the Caribbean first before you know? Because you don't yeah, want to I'll, go too I'll early, to, right? It's way too early. Yeah. I mean, by the time we got the results back and, you know, there's the 10 day window would probably have expired. So yeah. I, I almost, honestly would have to probably ask you where you went to get your results and just go to that place to get tested just to be closer to you know, the day of departure. Well, good luck on that. Uh, because at this point, with all the craziness going on for the 4th of July weekend, uh, it's been very difficult to, uh, to get a test 
Well, I, mean, I have a feel we're probably not going to be able to do this until probably end of summer at this point because right. we have the the event down in Kansas, uh, July 9th or 17th through the 19th that we're going to be going to. And mm-hmm. uh, we have family vacation planned for the last week of July. So it'll have to be, you know, sometime in August or even early September before I can probably get a road trip and everything could change again by then. You Well, know. true. I mean, who would have thought that, you know, they'd be closing down beaches this weekend in Florida, which is what we're experiencing down here. And well, who would have thought that that would have happened in March when Austin and I came down right for stone crabs. Right. <laughs> you know, we didn't see that coming either. Right. Well, we do have the end of July, like the 29th of July is Florida spiny lobster season. So that's the next big date that things better be cleared out. And and that might be what we need to shoot for, uh, for you to come uh, down from Minnesota to Florida. And hopefully by then things will be loosened up enough or at least go uh, catch some bugs. What do you think? I I love that idea because I I don't need to be asked twice to come out and go lobster diving. Right. So yeah, that's last uh, Wednesday and Thursday is a two day mini sport season that divers go nuts for every year. And uh, usually we're down there doing a big event with our scuba radio show, but that has been canceled because, uh, you know, the virus stuff. However, um, the season will still take place. So if you can get out on a dive boat or figure out a way to get out on the water and dive, you can still take advantage of the uh, fun aspects of it. Or if we know a friend with a boat, we can probably. We do have a few of those. I mean, we don't even need to go off a boat, though. We can go off the beach as long as they'll let us. As long know. as the beach isn't closed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I When they started closing the Florida beaches, I, I did wonder how they were managing that. I was like, look, I'm a scuba diver. Wait, I understand the beaches are closed. I, I don't want to stay don't on Don't you them. see my mask? Right. Can I walk across them into the water, or am I not even allowed to do that? There was some controversy about that when they were doing this. But uh, by then, uh, we should be good. We should be fine. They, they're just closing them down for the holiday weekend to keep all the tourists, you know, from, uh, you know, social gatherings, you know, to an extent that uh, the distancing will be difficult. So this is not a good weekend to go to the beach because chances are you might find one where they're telling you you can't go and stand on it. So it is what it is. Head out on your airplane. And, and we got to talk about uh, – Dennis's airplane, because last week, you know, he got it detailed. We talked about that, but he also got some new decals to really spruce it up next for his, uh, you know, next flying adventure. That's coming up on Just Plane Radio, the July 4th edition. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. To every citizen throughout our land, have a glorious Independence Day. Have a great 4th of July. God bless you and God bless America. Happy 4th of July. This is Just Plane Radio, Greg, your co-pilot. That is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information on this 4th of July. Hopefully you're making the best of it, keeping socially distanced in your aircraft. Uh, that'd be the best place in the world, by the way, to watch any fireworks going on. Have you made any plans for that tonight? Or what do you think, I, Dennis? I'm definitely going up. You're going I up? I don't care. I, I want to see the fireworks. Uh, last year, I think we got rained out. I don't remember, but uh, I definitely want to get back up in the air. That is so cool to see the fireworks. And, you know, unfortunately, we're hearing more and more of the cities are canceling the fireworks displays and stuff this year to prevent people from gathering. But right. I'm hoping that there'll still be enough going on. Oh, are you kidding me? You know, with all the uh, the pent up demand of of just being stuck at home. For the last few months, I have a feeling that tonight is going to just be crazy nuts. You don't need like official fireworks displays to go see if you go up in an airplane. It's just going to be little explosions all over the ground. There, there's a lot above. of pent up frustration that's going to be uh, unleashed in the form of uh, M80s. and uh, People are going to be blowing crap up tonight. And yeah, the absolutely. best seat in the house is going to be from the air in your private aircraft. There's no question about it i i, I think uh, as long as the weather's good like you said uh man this is going to be an amazing time to be flying and, and i i think i think it's gonna it's it's probably gonna look like a war zone <laughs> you think 
Yeah, I mean, kind of like with those pictures this? you saw. You, well, you remember the pictures of Los Angeles at New Year's where the whole L.A. basin was just lit up. Somebody was taking pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to take that to about level 11. Right. And you can get some pretty good stuff for your little personal uh, fireworks displays these days. Well, here in Minnesota, they, they don't trust us. Uh, we have to have just, you know, snakes, sparklers, and little fountains that stay on the ground. Come on. But, yeah, we're we're within laws? driving distance to Wisconsin. <laughs> we don't need no stinking laws. Come on, yeah, yeah you just got to be able to you you just got to be able to get access to the proper fireworks. That doesn't mean you can legally set them off in your particular area, but that doesn't seem to keep most people from doing just that. I'm so, not encouraging it. No, I'm not encouraging. I'm just saying it's the it's the truth. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not saying going out there, set them off yourself, but if you can get up in an aircraft, uh, this evening after dark, uh, I think you will, you'll get quite a show, whether there's big, massive displays or not. I don't think it'll matter. I think it's just going to be a, a fun time to fly. Well, um, anytime you fly is fun, but this just true. makes it cool. Absolutely. Now, uh, your aircraft is a Mooney 201. And last week, once again, we talked about the fact that you got uh, got it detailed for Father's Day. That was your gift from your family, which was pretty awesome. And your your plane looked okay before, but you sent me the pictures, and I was uh, I was thoroughly impressed. And you were too. How it buffed out a bunch of scratches that you just thought were permanent. And uh, the guy who cleaned up the aircraft for you, I mean, you yeah, I mean, when you look at the pictures, it looks brand spanking new, Dennis. And you're pretty happy about that, right? Yeah. 1982 paint looking like it just rolled off of the factory floor. Yeah. Uh, it, it was shocking the difference it made. I mean, I knew some areas of the paint, you know, some of the blues, um, were, were starting to get a little bit of a fading and chalkiness just Mm -hmm. from age, but not anymore. It, it, it's just, it just pops. And the reason we did that was phase two of the project was getting the bigger end numbers. You know, we've talked a number of times about going to the Bahamas again and not wanting to get out duct tape. Yeah. Well, it's, it's finally here. The, the vinyl came from the folks at uh, scheme designers. They, we had them cut it for us and, uh, you know, deferred to them for the expertise and how to make it look right. So it didn't look just like you went on sporties or went out to uh, eBay and just purchased some black end numbers and slapped them on the plane. I didn't want to do that. I wanted it to look like it was supposed to be there all along. And mm-hmm. it, Craig delivered. I mean, the yeah, the job awesome. that he did, he broke up the, the existing lines so that it looks like those end numbers were painted into there and it, it's perfect. Yeah, it really is an impressive uh, layout, and it does look like it came straight from the factory this way. I mean, it, it looks that well uh, laid out with the VIN numbers and 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 uh, and the paint scheme of your aircraft, and that's what they do at Scheme Designers, right? That's correct. You know, they they will take uh, your pictures of your airplane and they'll make recommendations, you know, or design a custom paint scheme for you. Or in this case, they took what we had and helped us work with it. Yeah, and. And it was just, a, you know, it was a really good collaboration because I had some ideas of what I kind of wanted. And he said, we'll try this. And I said, is there any way that we could cover up the existing tail number? Because it's actually written up on the tail in the in the actual blue of the tail was was our little three-inch numbers. And I didn't want to have little numbers up on the tail and the great big numbers also down in the fuselage. I thought that would look really weird. Mm-hmm. And so what we we did to cover that up is we actually put a strip of vinyl completely covering the original factory paint, but we put it in the contrasting color and it looks like it should have been there all along. 
And just in case you could walk up to the plane and you could see maybe the outlines of where the old paint was underneath, mm-hmm. we hit it with a Just Plain Radio logo. There you so go. You have to look really, really close to see the old uh, outlines of the numbers in there. But it, the the logo just looks so cool up on the tail now. And it, it just, I love it. it I do too. really looks clean. So yeah, Dennis has the first official now Just Plain Radio aircraft. Uh, and the only one in existence that has a just plain radio logo on it, because Ed and Keith at Flight Training Professionals, uh, there's no way in hell they'd ever do that to any of their aircraft. <laughs> but Dennis, on the other hand, needed something to cover up. <laughs> it wasn't and, a dent. Don't get me wrong. It was just like you said, a little paint scheme thing, and it just worked perfect. But it looks awesome. It really does. And you're going to be flying this aircraft, uh, you know, obviously down to Florida for some lobster diving, maybe we'll pop over the Bahamas and then we'll hit some of the air shows eventually once they uh, actually open back up. That's the if plan. They quit canceling them, but yeah. I, I'm hoping that everything is still on for July 17th through the 19th. We're still pl- making plans to go down to Wichita, Kansas to the uh, aviation content creators uh, flying that they're having down at Stearman Field. So that's still on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, we may have to bring masks. It sounds like the state of Kansas is. Uh, going to be mandating everybody wear masks so yeah well i can live with that restriction I yeah guess. well you know they may stay say stay in your aircraft stay under your wing or something who knows but you can still manage and uh that that'll be fine now the plane flies better though you have flown it now that you've had all these new decals and the and the cleaning and and the detailing all that done now right it just slides oh, through the air like it cuts butter. through like butter yeah yeah and it's only going to get better because this weekend's project now for the 4th of July is to uh, not just wax it, but we're going to get a ceramic finish put on it so that right. we so, get yeah, that Tom really good polishing. Yep. Haynes from uh, AOPA was suggesting that last week. You already had that in the works. So is that something you're going to do yourself or do you have to have someone do it for you or what? Not the same guy, the detailer is coming back out to finish the job. We just had to wait till the stickers were put on and give it some time for the them to set up and make sure it's all good nice yeah all right sounds great more coming up on just plain radio just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle i've been up around the stratosphere at thirty-one thousand feet here on wings that you can't see if you're gonna fly high without fear you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see this is just plain radio greg your co-pilot that's me along captain dennis we're your crew on this fourth of july hopefully you're making the best of it and uh you know uh, getting out there in your aircraft to watch some fireworks tonight now uh there's a lot of stuff to do in that regard but as far as planning for events uh, all bets are off. I mean, Dennis was invited to do this little fly-in thing here in a couple of weeks. Hopefully that'll hold. And I think it will, because it's like a little mini event that's not even really open to the public. So I think uh, hopefully uh, that'll still uh, you know, come off without a hitch. But everything else, you just, every week or you know, every day for that matter, we get another press release that this event or that event has been canceled. The latest has been the Redbird uh, races. 
No, right? that uh, the um, it's the Reno Air Races, the Steel Reno, International Reno Races. Yeah, yeah, the one where they they fly the uh, the track and it it uh, yep the course and it brings up like you know seven hundred thousand people or something insane amount of people watch this generally, right? I don't think it's quite that high, but uh, it, it does have quite the audience, and it's been going on for many many years. I mean, they're flying old old converted warbirds. They're also doing home builds to get different categories of airplanes that they fly, and yeah, it, it's some really amazing flying. But we thought the end of September, maybe this will still go off, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, no. And I was holding out maybe by October, this would be my excuse to finally go to the high Sierra fly. And, you know, the one with all the stole guys that, uh, you know, are doing their stole competition and the right, you know, flying cowboys and, but hovering in the air. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That has been canceled and that's already, you know, for October. And yeah. so what do you do? It's like right I off 2020, you know, uh, pretty much. Can we start over? Cause I think th- I want to reinstall it. This, uh, this one has a virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is, uh, it's, it's just unfortunate, but it does look like there's not going to be any big events happening for this year from what I, you know, I, I would have never thought that was going to happen, not even two weeks ago, but at this point, I mean, literally everything is, is canceled and, uh, we just got to look forward to, uh, things opening back up here in the future. It looks like in 2021 and just figure out a way to maintain, you just have to listen to just plain radio in the meantime, I guess. And we apologize for that. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I gave Willie the greatest gift of all. Chase, you sure about this? The gift of flight. What could go wrong? A lot could go wrong. I mean, you're strapped in. I'm aware I'm strapped in. Enjoy the ride. Man. You got it, baby. I don't know. This something doesn't feel right. Put him in orbit. Let's fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information here on this 4th of July. Hopefully you can get out there and watch some fireworks tonight if you have your aircraft available. And the weather is going to cooperate. That's what uh, Dennis is hoping for in uh, Minnesota tonight. And uh, actually, in your part of the world, you might see fireworks or you might see something else. Uh, but chances are uh, the chances of, of watching explosions from above are a little bit more likely in your neck of the woods now that I think about it. Uh, hopefully things have settled down uh, since last month. But yes, uh, we've had our own share of uh, after hours entertainment here in Minneapolis. Right. Yeah, you've been getting this uh, show for some time and like, oh my gosh, look, there's the grand finale. Oh, no, that's just a building on fire. Oh, well. I kid when I shouldn't, but that's just what we do here on Just Plain Radio sometimes. All right. So, you know, you, you can make the most of, uh, you know, if you find yourself in a lockdown situation and you can't fly, there are some new options available to you to, I don't know, make your uh, 
yeah, your flying education just that much better. Is that right, Dennis? Right. You know, we've interviewed uh, the folks from uh, X-Plane, and I'm sure everybody's familiar with Microsoft Flight Simulator. But unless you've been, you know, living under a rock somewhere, I think everybody's aware that Microsoft is getting back into the flight simulation game finally. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they they dropped Microsoft Flight Simulator several years ago, and everybody's kind of like, what were you thinking? Well, it's, it's coming back, and it's coming back in a big way from what we've been seeing. Supposedly, they're going to be tying the, you know, the internet for getting real-time video to, uh, you know, have really good graphics to show where you're flying over, where you could almost uh, navigate by looking out the window uh, in your virtual sim. But the manufacturers are starting to pick up on this as well. And Thrustmaster is probably one of the biggest names in desktop uh, hardware. You know, everybody had the Thrustmaster yoke or the Thrustmaster joysticks and they now have a whole new series of controls being made that are mimicking the controls on the Airbus airliners. Mm. So instead of your typical Cessna yoke, you can actually fly the side stick of an Airbus and have the actual big throttle levers with thrust reversers and all that, just like on an airliner. So you can pretend if you decide, you know, want don't uh, don't want to fly a Cessna anymore and you want to pretend you're flying the big iron, right. here you go. About that. So this is going to be exclusive to uh, the Microsoft Flight Simulator thing. No, it should work with any flight simulator, but it's the the push is because of this is coming out now. You know, here was a good opportunity to to launch this new line of hardware, and apparently Microsoft's going to have uh, Airbus models in there in, in addition to the default like seven thirty sevens that have always been a, a mainstay of the simulators. Hmm. Okay, but the, but it is going to be branded by Microsoft. Doing it. Um, it's going to be branded, you know, Thrustmaster and Airbus. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, Thrustmaster is the brand of yep. hardware. And, okay. Right. Gotcha. And it's actually licensed and, and emulates exactly what you'd find in an Airbus cockpit. So hmm. for all the 320 drivers out there, you know, if you want your own Airbus at home to play with, you can do it now. That'll be something. I mean, has that been out there before? I would think it would have been out there. There like, really hasn't been. I mean, it's always been like Cessna yokes or just a kind of a generic, maybe a fighter joystick. But mm-hmm. this is the first time that, you know, we've seen an actual commercial off the shelf type of solution for an airliner. A lot of guys have built their own uh, Boeing decks. I see a lot of stuff that you can 3D print or, or buy pieces that look like that big pedestal. Yeah. But this is now, you know, going to be available at your local Walmart and Best Buy. Okay. And, and I know that is uh, intriguing to you and I would be interested in that, but, uh, you know, not to, you know, put a damper on this whole thing, but you got to think like, okay, wait a minute. Homeland security may not be a big fan of this type of thing. You think, I mean, I don't know. Well, How are don't, they gonna... do, you don't break it through the checkpoint and stick it on the seat. T- well, t- yeah, t- I know, you, but I'm um, just saying, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I hate to even bring that up, but you think there could be a potential problem there in in, in some sense, but uh, on the good, you know, good side, I mean, we're having a problem when there's not a, you know, there's not enough uh, commercial pilots out there and the airlines are screaming for more help. Uh, not so much at the moment, <laughs> but uh, hopefully once we get through this whole virus uh, craziness and the demand starts picking back up, we're going to be back to where we were before this, which was there weren't enough pilots in the commercial airline rosters to fulfill the need and uh this could you know end up i don't know enticing people to want to maybe take that path you know path before they actually go to a a real flight school or something maybe you think 
could I be think it'd be, you know, it's going to definitely help motivate people, you know, get, inspire them if nothing else, you know, Hey, I can, I can do this, uh, in my SIM and find out that it's really not that much harder to do it for real. And here you go. Or for those people that are already flying, just being able to come home and have some relatively realistic hardware makes that whole simulator experience a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Even if it's not a certified SIM, it's still the procedures are the same. Right. I find myself using mine quite a bit, running through some of the instrument approaches and things just to practice the procedures of, you know, how do I, how do I handle the entry into this hold or how do I do the missed approach? You know, mm-hmm. it just helps to have actual controls instead of just trying to click on the screen. So yeah. well, I, I like it. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to how the, you know, the Microsoft, um uh, version versus explained thing uh kind of you know see what happens with that i mean microsoft sounds like they're going to go more with an online thing which is uh i think that's great if they can pull it off but man explain is pretty you know they're kind of like the foreflight of sims now on the commercial or or you know i mean uh, residential side of things wouldn't you agree they are and they're they're so realistic it's scary yeah uh, you know i i've heard that a lot of uh, aircraft companies are actually using X-Plane to do a lot of the initial flight test modeling that, you know, they take their design that it can actually load it in. And the physics are so real in X-Plane that they got a pretty good idea how that thing's going to handle before they even start cutting the first piece of metal. Right. And, and you know, that that is, uh, you know, that's the point, uh, you know, giving you a reference, whether it's virtually uh, or with one of the software packages or something. That, but But when you're in the airplane and actually doing it, the closest they can come to actually real life. It only makes you feel more comfortable when you're dealing with it uh, like that. That's the whole point of these Sims and the cheaper and more, you know, accessible they get, I think is good for everybody. Now, um, you know, the real world experience is one thing though, but, but you might not be that computer savvy You may not be into that kind of thing. Maybe, you know, you're just not, uh, you know, you don't have all that hardware that you need to hook up to your computer to do uh, stuff like that. You can still go old school and get a little bit of the same benefit by going to YouTube. And, uh, there's been some new efforts and this actually came from the FAA. Is that right? That's right. They have a new program. Uh, it's a series of videos up on YouTube called from the flight deck. And what they've been doing is equipping aircraft with cameras and taxiing around a lot of the, the major air carrier airports but they're expanding this now to also include a lot of the uh, more popular or uh, general aviation airports where they've had a lot of issues with uh, runway incursions and pilot deviations so that they can give you the ability to kind of pre-flight your arrival and how to navigate around the airport. So I love that uh, idea. Isn't it great? You know, hey, we haven't been to Fort Lauderdale International and we need to, you know, we're going to be going in there to clear customs or something like that. Mm-hmm. It can be kind of intimidating that first time around, but here... Uh, go to YouTube and click on the link and it'll take you to a video that's shot from the cockpit and you can see where the FBOs are as they're taxiing around. They're going to highlight the uh, the areas that are called hotspots where they typically have a lot of problems with pilots, you know, inadvertently crossing a runway or maybe getting confused with the taxi instructions. And, you know, they're doing it to help create awareness and uh, make people safer. Right. So, and if that, nothing else, you get that virtual tour. Well, exactly. And, and that point of view you know, uh, it just will make you so much more comfortable, uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, per, you know, going through that process the first time. If you already have like uh, something in your mind's eye, like, OK, this is what it's supposed to look like. And it does match up. Yeah, it, it would put your uh, put you at ease, wouldn't it? 
I mean, yeah, I, it sure it sure will. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the season three, as they're calling it, because they're going to have Lauderdale, Sarasota, Daytona Beach, Orlando, Sanford, Lakeland. You know, I mean, a whole bunch of airports that I've either been to or want to go to in Florida are there. Right. Um, but they're even going to feature my home airport because it's typically one, unfortunately, one of the highest for runway incursions because of the way that we're set up with two parallel runways and the towers, you know, far away. They can't see if people are lining up on the wrong one and mm-hmm. the uh, taxiways are close to the runway. So it's really easy for someone to inadvertently uh, cross the line. It's like Google Earth for airplanes almost. You like it that does. idea? Yep. We'll go with it then. All right, more coming up. Stay close to Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Now go, fly, be free. Time for me to fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information on this 4th of July and uh, making the best of it. Now, there's a couple other little uh, news nuggets we want to share with you on this holiday. 
And one entails, uh, well, I don't know, is this a Piper Cub or what is this exactly? It's a Cub Crafters clone of the Piper Super Cub. Okay, okay, gotcha. And uh, it's unique in that it's, uh, un- well, unlike the uh, the Cub, the traditional uh, Cub, it's not a tail dragger, right? That's right. And, you know, there's a lot of people who think that this is, you know, almost sacrilegious. You know, if it's a backcountry, you know, super cub, it must be a tailwheel plane. But there's a lot of pilots like myself that would love to be able to go and do some of this backcountry flying into these little grass strips. But Mm -hmm. I don't have the tailwheel experience. I don't have really access to a tailwheel plane to get the experience to, you know, even be able to borrow, rent, or even buy a cub. Well, so what's this, the advantage of having a tail dragger on a on a aircraft like that? It's able to handle the rough fields a lot better. You don't have the nose wheel kind of digging in on a softer field, which could could flip you. You know, the well, weight is behind the mains. Um, so, what have they done with this new version to make it uh, so they it's, didn't it's have some, to do that? It's a lot of impressive engineering. They redesigned the engine mount. They've built in a lot of uh, suspension. You know, your typical nose wheel, like on a Piper, it's part of the engine mount and it's uh, only got just a little bit of a shock absorber. Mm -hmm. This thing has got, uh, you know, trailing link suspension and springs and all sorts of things to suck up the bumps. Gotcha. Okay. And and yet they've designed it to not really extract any sort of an aerodynamic penalty. It sounds like the takeoff and landing distances are on par with the tailwheel version. But it's much easier to control on the ground, which will make the insurance companies a lot happier and potentially open up these backcountry strips to a whole new generation of pilots that just don't want to have to deal with the learning how to fly a tail dragger. Well, exactly. If you're used to flying, you know, non-tail dragging aircraft, I mean, you know, and then you just pull out this particular version of Cup. It wouldn't be that big of a transition for you, I'm guessing, right? No, it'd be just like getting into a Cessna 150 or a 172 and, you know. So you is go. it on your list now? It's uh, moved up a lot higher. I still kind of like the Kit Fox. You know, I blame Trent Palmer and all of his videos for that. You know, the Kit Fox just looks cool as a home built. But mm-hmm. this thing, you know, the Carbon Cub uh, is a very, very good performing airplane and this might make it even even easier, and especially if the insurance companies uh, take into account the fact that it's a nose wheel and lower the rates accordingly, and it could be enough to tip balance. So, when is this one uh, coming out, or is it already out now? Do we know? It, it, they've they've had a couple examples flying, but I believe that they are now available in production, and you can order them. Wow, how much do we know? Even ballpark. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's in the six figure range. Unfortunately, I, mm-hmm. I know that the, uh, the, the carbon cubs aren't cheap. Yeah. Um, All right. So, so we, we need to contact Captain Keith and his uh, credit card. Yeah. Maybe raise the limit a little bit, but mm. this would be a great airplane to go to the Bahamas with. Cause you can still put it on floats, right? It can be converted back to tailwheel if you really want to go for the purest, but you have the best of both worlds. Well, and if we put a just plane radio decal on it, it'll be worth uh, a little less. No, probably. Yeah, well, regardless, yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome. But I I love it. I I like the sound of that. Uh, doing that back flying or, or backcountry flying, I mean that just seems like it'd be so much fun. Just as much fun as flying over fireworks tonight. Uh, actually, probably even more so. You think? I think so. I mean, I'd love to go hang out with the, with the flying cowboys. You know, that's why I was kind of hoping to go to that high Sierra fly in at some point, just to, to meet these guys. And, you know, the adventures that they go on with those airplanes, you know, off into these little unimproved fields and sandbars and stuff like that, that Mm -hmm. just looks like a lot of fun. Absolutely. 
go to places where no man has gone before. Well, or just a few people with these unique type of aircraft. Uh, but talk about exclusive. getting away from it all, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. So uh, as we uh, attempt to wrap things up here today on this 4th of July, there are some other things other than fireworks that you need to avoid when you're up in your aircraft tonight. Uh, well, and, and you shouldn't have any issues if you're staying out, uh, out of uh, military zones. But what the military does have a new tool to, to uh, what keep their, their skies clear. Is that the deal or what? Well, you know, one of the big challenges that the military has is, you know, they have to defend the airspace and drones are becoming more and more uh, of a uh, pain. Let's just say. Yes. Yes. And, you know, what do we, what do you do when, you know, a drone comes flying into some sort of security zone? You know, you've got the president and they've got the TFR and there's some clueless, uh, you know, guy out with his drone potentially getting way too close to Air Force One. Mm. They have to be able to do something to take it out. Well, they have a new toy in their arsenal. They've now got a new scope that they can attach to the uh, the military's M4 carbine, and it electronically tracks moving targets to enable them to have a direct hit on the first shot. So you don't need a shotgun. You can hit them with a rifle, and imagine how hard that is because you don't generally go duck hunting with a rifle. You go with a shotgun because you can get a bigger blast. Well, right. They're going to be able to take out your uh, your DJI quadcopter with a single round now and from a lot farther away. So what, like uh, it's like a tractor beam, like you see on the Top Gun movie type of thing, and it's like, all right, you're in, you're good, you got him in the crosshairs. Yep, that kind of thing. Wow, wow, a fancy, right? Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, they they could be shooting stuff out of the sky. It just sounds like a lot of fun, but uh. But we should have figured they'd have that technology. So I thought actually they already did, but now you we know they have developed it to a level that well could take anything out that they need to. So make sure it's not you. Check your notums and yes, keep out of the danger zones. And if you hear that sound, beep 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 beep, bank left, bank right, whatever you got to do. And on that disturbing note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Hi, some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com. 